It's time for a real estate roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent, Terry Story. Terry is a 31-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. So I'm starting to use Airbnb more. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a really late adopter, okay? Because <laughs> I know it's been around a long time. Actually, we, we went to Charleston. Nice. And we stayed in Airbnb and it was not a pleasant experience. Ooh. Actually, we once went to Boulder and stayed in Airbnb and it was not a pleasant experience. But we're doing it, uh, we're at a family reunion in Asheville next year, and I think this should work out pretty well. Oh, you got well. me scared because I'm just going Airbnb yeah. for my daughter's wedding in Newport, Rhode Island. You know, I like hotels. You know, I, I like everything kind of set up and protected and all that stuff. <laughs> There's too many unknowns with an Airbnb. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> what states in our beloved country have the most Airbnbs? You already know the answer before you, you <laughs> ask the question. Florida hits every category, no matter what, what the category is, Florida is going to be I know. We're ahead, one, we're, one of the We're a vanguard. States. We're ahead of the game. We're always ahead of the game. Yeah. yeah. So believe it or not, Florida is number one. Yeah. What areas, what cities in Florida are the most? It actually kind of surprised me. Miami Beach. I thought they had strict rules. There. I thought so too, but apparently not. Or at least, you know, when they hear this on the radio, they're going to find out that they have a bunch of Airbnbs <laughs> that they weren't aware of going on. As but if. I kind of thought that they would be real strict about it. Kissimmee, which is where Mickey Mouse lives. Yeah. So Walt Disney World gets over 50 million visitors per year. I think that'd be and a good place to uh, invest. Yeah. <laughs> and so Kissimmee, you say Kissimmee? I say Kissimmee. Kissimmee. Yeah. Why Kissimmee? Is it an Indian? It's Indian. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they have the most Airbnbs in the state. I mean, they're one of the three. Right. Yeah. Orlando. Miami, Sarasota. Sarasota. Okay. That's interesting. So they measure this by the number of listings, the Airbnb to resident ratio right. is what they call it. So there's some math, some math there. Also, Florida's Daytona Beach and North Carolina's Asheville. As I said, we're... Those for the leaf, uh, what do you call them, uh, leaf peakers? The leaf <laughs> they peakers. They go up there really. in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're actually doing it in June. Fort Lauderdale as well. So it's all in the, these are all in the top 10. So I have a question for you. Let's sure. say that I have put my property up as an Airbnb. Okay. And I have done it in a state which allows recreational marijuana use. Okay. Should I be allowed to refuse that use on my property? I'm going to say yes to that for the very simple reason. As a landlord myself, I refuse to allow people to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I don't even think it says cigarettes. At least it says smoking. So. Cigars would fall under that category. Yeah. Marijuana. I think it's a trick question because the question is, it is legal in the state. And so is smoking cigarettes. That's my point. And cigars. Okay. But as a homeowner, I would reserve the right to say no smoking in my house. No smoky. No smoking of any kind. And actually in the lease that I have, I'll allow you to smoke out on the patio. Yeah. So yeah, I just would say no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Changing subjects here. You remember the book and the movie, The Big Short? Yes. Okay. So this is about a bunch of hedge fund guys, basically, who decided that the real estate market was getting crazy in the 2000s. Okay. And they figured out a way to bet against mortgages with the idea by selling them. Right. And selling something they don't own. So Shorted them. They shorted them. So that means that when it came time to deliver, they were delivering some borrowed 
mortgages. And then at some point they'd have to go into the market and buy those mortgages to close out the transaction. So the thought is they're buying those mortgages at a lower price than what they sold. That's what's right. shorting. So you make money when the asset goes down in price. Right, okay. right, right. You're selling them in advance and you're buying them cheaper. That's exactly right. So the big short was this huge amount of risk that these few individuals took. And they went through a very tough time because the market was frothy. The market was hypnotically in a bubble, thinking that real estate prices were going up forever. And these guys were wrong for a really long period of time. When you're wrong going short, it really hurts. And I won't go into why, but it, it really does. Timing is incredibly important when you short something. Well, as we all know, the tie turned, right. the shift happened, and these guys made a ton of money and they became very famous. Someone wrote a book and they made a movie. Point of all this is that one of those big short investors is now betting against mortgages again. Uh-huh. And that's kind of scary, right? It is. If these guys, uh, that doesn't mean they're going to be right, but it's a little bit different this time around. Last time it was because the housing market was overpriced and crazy and People who shouldn't have been buying homes were exactly. buying Exactly. This time, it's not that. It's all about climate change. Right. It's all about the idea that you have these properties that are susceptible to water, I guess, right. flooding. Florida. Florida would be a good example. California. Texas. Being a, Texas. Okay. <laughs> and the pricing of the mortgages and the homes, it's not priced in. These homes, the mortgages are too big relative to the The risk. risk. Yep. So this is interesting. So I live in Delray Beach. Right. And I do not experience any flooding whatsoever in my community. You're on an island. No, I'm not on an (laughs) island. I'm just I'm just in a community that has a lot of lakes. Right. And I'm like eight to ten feet above the lake. Right. And I guess you could say I'm kind of at a high point, I guess, inside. I don't know. But it doesn't feel like a high point. Exactly. In Florida. High, floor, high, high point in Florida. Yeah, and eight feet is a high point in Florida. So I don't personally experience it, but I know that when I was looking for a place in 2013, I was looking heavily on the beach sure. and I saw what was going on there. And I said to myself, you know, I, I think this is only going to get worse. Why would I want to own property there? But people are. Yeah. And you're not the first person to say that to me. As a matter of fact, I've got a client right now who's very specific. We had to pull out the floodplain maps and show him. Yeah you know, where the flood zones were because he's adamant that he does not and will not purchase a property if it's in a flood zone. Well, he's being kind of smart about that. I guess no one else ever brings this. Yeah, well, that's the, (laughs) I think you're going to start hearing about that more. We're going to hear a little bit more of it. And, you know, one of the things just noting, you know, driving down A1A the other day, we have what's called the king high tide right now. And I can't explain it anything more than this time of year, very high, the moon, whoever. Yeah are very high. Mm -hmm. And driving along A1A, there's water Mm -hmm. on the road that Mm -hmm. is coming from the intracoastal. From the intracoastal? From the intracoastal. You can see the water coming above the seawall and Mm -hmm. into the middle of the road. And now I'm driving my car through this salt water. Now, it's not real deep. I mean, it's just very... No, but it's going to get up on. But over time, yeah. yeah, So I can see, I don't know if it'll be in my lifetime or not. Mm -hmm. I think of Venice. (laughs) Yeah. This particular individual is basically saying that he's betting because we're in a period of time of climate change denial. So things are not being priced correctly, and that's where he's expecting to make his money. Unfortunately, we are out of time. My guest, as always, 
is Terry Story, a 31-year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.